Welcome back, boys and girls. It's the Pick Your Poison Podcast, week six. Rebs, undefeated, number nine in the country. Hogs, having to find themselves. Bert's alive, we're all alive. Let's get these picks going. Let's ride. is live. The Rebs are very alive. Big win against Kentucky. Huge, huge. Huge win. I've seen some talking heads saying that Kentucky let it slip away. They never led throughout the whole game. I don't want to hear it. They, they didn't watch that game. They, I mean, they, they did fumble twice, whatever, but like, look, don't make those mistakes and expect to win on the road in the SEC. Don't go down 14 nothing to start. Like, Baron Brown kept them in that game. If number two wasn't on the field, that would have been a bloodbath from the get-go. So, Rebs are flying high. Number nine in the country. Me and uh, Boomer were there in person. Electric atmosphere, electric crowd. 11 o'clock games are becoming, I guess, just a thing yeah, for the Rebs. You don't come into the vault at 11 a.m. and think you're going to come out with a Oh, win. hell no. <laughs> What, 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 not if you're gonna fumble it what, twice. What's more difficult, Death Valley at night or or Vault Hemingway <laughs> at eleven a.m.? My, my voice has just now come back from that. We were, uh, we, it was rowdy in there. <laughs> it was rowdy, but Jesus Christ, they love putting the Rebs at eleven. Hogs not quite as hot. I, I mean, we'll get into a Weird recap game. here, Weird I guess. Game. I mean, I'm just smiling through the pain right now, and and by pain, I mean like basically our entire secondary who is. In pain because they're yeah. out, and then our and they stink. Our God, our quarterback, baby Cam Newton. Also, prayers up for him. Maybe he plays. I'm still week. convinced y'all are a good team. Oh, we're I, we're I, a good team. I know, I know it, but I just how many times are y'all gonna let A and M beat y'all though? We're a good team, and a, the oink doink is just. I think the oink That's doink a mental. I know, mental but block. it's gonna cause us to lose not just that game, but three games. So we'd probably lose to Bama regardless. Yeah, but like. Yeah. I think but your mentality going into the state game would be very different. Well, my mentality going into the state game before the season even started was we're going to lose that game. I just didn't think we'd be on a two-game losing streak. I I thought we'd be 4-1, and one, lose to Bama, and what, we're like <coughs> probably still number 10, 12 in the country. Yeah. And then you lose to state at state, whatever. But uh, we just gotta get a, we gotta get our next win. That's what I've been saying. Just get our next win, and we can get rolling. That oink doink is just lingering so hard though. Like I remember when I can still hear it. Like you were obviously distraught, but Sam Pittman on the screen, I, he's usually the very positive. But seeing him after that game and in the post game press conference, I could tell he was like even as as positive and as you know glass half full as he normally is. He was looking out He's like, beat. God, guys, like this is going to be demoralized. Like They are demoralized in that locker room. This is going to take everything I have to get them up for this Bama game. And then we got a gauntlet coming up. Like he, You could see the worry in his eyes of like if – That if was we, one we should have had. Yes, this is one we let get away, and this could easily snowball into like a, a lost season. Like, like you win that game, you could easily – like 9-3, and 10-2, someone be like losing that game – all of a sudden, six and six is like you're, I'll you're take fine, it. You're fine for the Liberty Bowl right now. Yeah, which I'll be in attendance and uh, sleeping in my own bed that night. So not the worst case scenario <laughs> if we're talking Liberty Bowl, but 
Uh, I, I mean, we're, 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 giving, we're, we're giving you a hard time. Y'all are banged up. Hey, we, I, we I still, I still know time. I'm dreading the trip to Fayetteville. I know that's going to be a tough one. So, yeah, like, a potential 9-1 Rebs, so uh, a limping, yeah. like finally healthy again. What, like 5-4 and four Hogs? Y'all, y'all, yeah, yes. y'all been licking your wounds and then come smack us in the face. That's that, That'd no, be that's, poetic. Yeah. Uh, you right? can, I mean, it's, I, I already see it written in the stars. I to say, that that was written in... Uh, that was, that Before was a, we were born. Yeah, that was, a, that was an Old Testament written. <laughs> yes. That thing's been in stone since the since the Ten Commandments, since the, the, the Rebs roll in with their best season ever to a 35-degree a rainy day in Fayetteville in which the Hogs just, just umph us, just... I'm, just I'm just oh, glad we don't have uh, Memphis State on the schedule. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. The Rebs are flying high. Uh, decent week for the pod. I mean, it was a bounce back week. I'm, yours truly is just, I wish I need to go back and look up how many weeks I've gone exactly 500. Last week was another one of those. I um, was positive because I, I doubled up all my units except for the Ag Bowl, the Maroon Bowl, which I only put one unit on because I don't trust either one of those teams. But Bagman. 33 and 36 on the year, minus three units. Burt is leading the charge even after putting two units on the Hogs' money line last week that cost him. 38 and 27 on the year, plus 11.7 units. I said I'm the king of 500. Boomer is truly 29 and 29 on the year, just getting juiced out. Me and Vegas are in a a, a battle. Honestly, it's more impressive than Burt's because me and Vegas are just each week like, what's he thinking? He's locked in. What's he going to be on this week? Yes. Uh, Last year, I went 67, 67, and one. (laughs) That's a very, yeah, that's a full season. That's insane. Me and Vegas just locked in eye to eye. Minus four units there on a 50% Boomer. Rounding out the card, Pullman was four and seven last week. He had FIU though on a plus four fifty money line. I mean, so he should have been two and seven if he'd been wild man. Yeah, I mean two and seven like but not that's, ideal. But that's what makes him a great gambler. Yeah, two and his overall record is twenty four and twenty nine. Yet he's plus four point seven units on the year. So I mean, if I feel like if I just only took Pullman's money line big money line because dogs, his because his is also not like him doing multi unit plays. I feel like it's more just like I'm taking big you know yeah. underdogs. Rarely does on he hit line. yeah. Rarely does he hit like a, a multi unit winner, but he's just get, getting multi units on these like on these big dogs that he's taking plus four point seven units for Pullman. We'll get him on later. Anything else to recap this week? I mean, we can go over the Rebs. I liked Lane's post game presser though. He was like, "Look, I mean, glad we won, but that was we're, we're you can't leave that game. You're like, we're we're awesome. We still have no, a no, fix. we're definitely not because that was could have gone either way. Yeah, you get in too many of those games where you're. But what's scary about us is our second half offense yeah. just being virtually. Do you think teams non- are figuring y'all out, or, y'all, or do you think you're keeping so it too vanilla? Lane, or, Lane, like, Lane said a good point is that we've had some our O-line injuries. Our center was out, which Burt's system, we won but didn't cover, so the system is yeah, still alive and oh. System's alive and That's 2-0 and of games that I've noticed when, or I've heard when uh, center's out. But so. when we get those, we are, like, our, our O-line doesn't really have a lot of depth behind them, especially when we have two freshmen starting once our center's out. So the O-line gets kind of worn down in the second half after playing the whole game without any without any backups. And so the D-line is a little more fresh, and they get more penetration in the second half. They disrupt things. When our center sucks. And our center sucks. He was, it, it was like just rolling the ball back there. 
Dart was having to be a shortstop and like field the ball before we can throw to first. Maybe we get Jacob Gonzalez. I, let's just go under center. Old school yeah. style. I mean, if that makes it easier. Another thing, dude, Kentucky was so slow, dude. They were the most methodical. I did pace. love, though, the Kentucky lineman taking a taking a, a leaf out of Lane's book when he goes down for a cramp. He starts trying to get back up, and his other – which I think he had actually had a cramp. But his other lineman's like – Get po- down. He goes, get the heck down, like th- pointing him down. So. Which, why is there not a runoff there? If you if you don't have any timeouts left, it's under two minutes. How is yeah, there not they're, a runoff? Yeah, I mean, which, because I mean, granted, I'm not, Ole Miss has done that a million times, but there 1,000% should be like a 10 second runoff. So let's, <clears> that's the Rebs. Real quick, Hogs. I mean, the 28 nothing. I was like, this is about Arkansas season's over. Bryce Young gets hurt. Miraculous comeback, like crazy comeback. I look up. I feel like it I was turned like, it off. It, I, it was so off. I didn't see the comeback. It was off the two main screens at the tailgate, and then all of a sudden I look up and I'm like, "Wait, hold on! It's a five point game. Bryce Young is hurt. I'm getting texts that his shoulder's dislocated. He's Jack- fine. I think. I think. I think he's totally fine for the week. It's yeah. But it was ironic that Drew Sanders was the one that tackled him. Mm. But uh, we'll pay back there. We, but this, that game was like the most case in point for our season. Like there were like 17 microcosms in that one game for our season. Like we had them, most of their conversions were on third and longs. Um, they had a third down that they did not convert. It was going to have been fourth in like five. They were going to kick a field goal. We accepted the penalty. Third and 18 screen pass touchdown. Mm. Oh, um, man. And then also it's 28-23. We had it at, I think, third and 15. Yep. Bumper pool totally misses his uh, job as the QB spy. We get burned for a 75-yard run. We're like It's just we have momentum, and we do these weird things that to just take it away. So that, that game was just, I mean, it was the fact that you didn't I'm even not cover. mad about Bama loss. The fact that we didn't cover is super weird, but I, mean, I think we covered if KJ was healthy. Well, no, I had I had Arkansas. I, I, like, I saw you. I didn't tweet it out because I didn't see your picks. But I saw you being super confident, two units on the money line. I was like, you know what? I'll at least put a unit on the spread. So it wasn't on my car, but I took it. And there was a fourth and five at the very end. KJ was already out. But you throw it out to your was uh, who's the Hazelwood? Yeah. And, and he tried to he like it was fourth and five, and dude, he like he tried to take the dude on. He just instead he just, of just running for the first down. Like dude, just there's wide open field. Just plant yeah. your foot and get up and exactly. get the first down. There was so much time left. It would have easily. Had enough time to score a touchdown. Bama was basically like giving up at that point. They were like, "Please score. We don't want to. We don't want to play anymore." And he just runs right at the fender, like trips over his own legs, gets a half yard short on fourth, and that was it. So that was a backdoor cover. It was. Oh, I know. I was, <laughs> it was all. Yeah. Like which one? I mean, when you're taking a team 17 points, that's what you're really devastating. Um, State kicked the shit out of a And M. A And M. I mean, Jesus Christ. I was. I, I was surprised. That team is. Horrible. I, that team's I, terrible, and you're worse. When you lose Anaya Smith, you're that much worse. Yeah. I, I just thought that their defense was going to be able to like bottle them up more so than they did. And I think that was the product of just not having it off. Max Johnson also hurt. They're having to go back to Hayes King. I mean, it's a. At what point in the game did he get hurt? I don't even know. I mean, it, it was. I think it was kind of early because he he had a decent amount of stats. Hayes King, or at least amount of attempts. The man can't throw the ball, but. I mean, State put up 42 points on that defense. I will say, though, last year A&M was in this exact same spot. Everyone was shitting on them, and then they go into the Bama week, and they somehow miraculously win that game. I'm not saying that's going to happen this year, but, like, 
Jimbo, Jimbo's just like, I'm so focused on Bama. I don't give a shit. Like, that should have been a good look. Does he realize that, like, that's the only game he has to win to keep his contract what? going? Yeah. I, would you, I, would I also you? was looking at his pay, his, like, if they had buyout schedule, basically. Million? It is disgusting. Yeah. yeah like, they need it to is, wait, like, three years before it becomes somewhat reasonable. Yeah. Even yeah, even in three years, it's still, like, $50 million. Then, like. Last, from last week, we've gone too far already, but, uh, Georgia, God, I would have loved Missouri. Just I, to that hold was on. that was the game I was like very no, absolutely. Toned in for. Do not give Dorkwitz that satisfaction, dude. But I don't want Georgia. Like I would love for Georgia to not have the same like like I don't want them to be able to just run the table and have a oh well, we can just lose the SC championship game and then still well, make the but playoff. I think this shows you that it's, they're vulnerable. I mean, if I'm Tennessee right now, I'm, I'm yeah, no, definitely, I'm cocky. I mean, heck, even Kentucky too. Missouri sucks, uh, but, but 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 that game, I'm telling you, I was sitting there watching it. I was with some family that's from up north, and I'm watching a bunch of SEC football. I said, "Just you watch. Georgia's going to end up winning this game by like, for sure. Yeah, it happens and, every and, time. And like like it is just it was inevitable. Like, Dorkwitz Dorkwitz kept going back to his kicker that missed from five yards last weekend against Auburn. I told you he was good. He is good, but they kept going to him like, dude. I get he made, like well, he, did, the, he made one bomb in the game. I yeah, say. I get you need the points, but at the same time, like if you're going for the upset at some point, like yeah, no, no, yeah, wouldn't it just throw your sack on the line? Yeah, go for it. I didn't watch much of the game. Like aside from like those fourth and shorts, like were they moving the ball pretty decent? I mean, obviously yeah, they're getting I mean, into field goal yeah, range like crazy. Field, but, like, but like you keep kicking field goals, and like at some point, like those three points are not going to win you this game. They might like extend the game a little bit longer and keep you in it. But you're not you like put your nuts on the table and go I, win the I, I'm game. I'm not I'm not great at math, but I, I do believe seven's more than three. That, and and I think that that I think that was someone could have told him that on the sideline. Bring out the uh, bring out your like multiplication table. Yeah, there yeah. For that get, one. get your calculators out. We'll get into this week though. Uh, Boomer, what's our first line? All right, so first game we've got Tennessee going down to Baton Rouge. The Tigers are catching three points here. Totals at sixty five points. Bagman. Eleven o'clock game in Death Valley. Those poor I souls. I wish. I wish it was nighttime. I do wish it was nighttime. But it's still this, this shit's gotta stop. Like with the whole eleven a.m. The best, the second best game of the week being eleven a.m. Yeah, like dude. Y'all, y'all getting hosed last week. So well, but the TV numbers came out, and obviously like Fox, CBS. ABC, those like were two and a half billion people. Those were the most, but our game was the fourth most wide, the the highest on any. So ESPN. that's a good thing for for TV for, 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 for the yeah. executives. The uh, they're the, like they're like we don't give a shit about the people that are in the stadium because they're not going to be watching on TV. They're already in the stadium. We got to so start watching these games on like an illegal stream. Oh, so, so, so to not encourage them. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. I never watch an eleven o'clock game on. Speaking of our new sponsor, MeTV. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But no, uh, so I'm. I, we said this last. Was it last week when Florida? Or I guess two weeks ago because Tennessee was on a buy. But Tennessee and had teased the smoke uniforms. Against it yeah. is this week. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they, they, so, look, they look pretty sick. I had a really tough time figuring out who I'm going to bet, and then I saw the smoke uniforms. Give me the Tigers. Give me LSU. Those uniforms are trash. I hate when Tennessee wears those. I don't. Oh, I liked them. Oh no, no. Oh, you Okay, that that was the exact opposite reaction I was expecting. No, no. Those uniforms are ass. Give me the Tigers at home. It's eleven o'clock still, but Death Valley will be rocking. Tennessee. I get that Hendon Hooker. They they're off a bye. 
It's only three points. I feel like everything's begging me to take Tennessee. LSU had five turnovers against Auburn last week and still barely can, squeaked can you, out a can win. Can you sometimes have too much time to prepare for a game? Probably. I mean, You're no, overthinking it. There's nothing in this that tells me that LSU should stay within three points. So, therefore, I'm taking LSU to stay within three points. The over-under is like 65 or something. Yeah. I want to go under. I think under, I, I, too, under is a good play. Under would probably be what I would like. Just because, you know, if LSU is going to stay in this, I think it's going to be under. Tennessee's defense stinks, so I don't really want to touch that. But give me the Tigers at home, catching three, smoke uniforms, stink, fade them. Burt, what you got? Is, does this fall into a system? I know they're the lower-ranked team. No, they're both ranked, okay, so okay. it's no system here. Um, golly, I mean, I have to go with my initial reaction of Tennessee. I just think they're, that offense is just too legit. Yeah. And and what has really LSU done since? I know Nothing. The Mississippi State game, eventually, that win could eventually look like a very, very good win. That was just like this weird game where I think Mississippi State are, made a false Are Tennessee's... Lead. And Mississippi State's offenses kind of similar. I think I think Tennessee pushes the ball more. Tennessee they wants to go faster. Do. Like they're less possession than Mississippi State is. They're like I want the end Mississippi zone. State's low key a uh, triple option team. Yes, that instead of running it for three yards, they just try to pass it for. Three they got to they got to come up with a new name, not called air raid, because air raid you think like oh we're throwing seventy five yard bombs. Yeah. It, it um, needs a rebrand for sure. It does need it's a rebrand. Completely false. With my initial Tennessee, I do hate that they're wearing the alternates away from home, though. That's well, kind of LSU silly wears the whites at home. I know that, but like, don't you think your fans want to like see the alternates? Unless they just know that all their fans are fans are such boomers that they actually don't want to see those. So let's just wear them away from home. Fans being boomers, he did yeah. take the he did take the Tennessee team total over for the year. Now, I can't I mean, believe, now, I, I can't believe I, I, Boomer I, likes the smokes. I, 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 really, I really do like Tennessee. I think they are a legit team, but I think I'm going to go the, the other way. Damn. Uh, well, so one reason being Tennessee and LSU do not play all the time. So I feel like whenever you're playing a good out-of-division out SEC team, you get a little bit more fired up than if we'd say like played – I don't know. I, I, last like I'm saying, last weekend was like a big time yeah. game, but but Tennessee's kind of a more prestigious program. So I th- I, th- I think they're going. Then Kentucky, yes, 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 yes. So I, I think they're going to get fired up about that. And then also, I just had one other thought. Are I, I drawing some similar parallels to LSU and Arkansas, mm. being that All LSU has it the has a heartbreaking loss to uh, to Florida State. Uh, what miss was it? Miss field goal at the extra end. Extra point. Extra point. Yeah, and then they bounce back, win against Mississippi State, bounce back again with the win against Auburn. And wait, what does that have to do with the Hogs? Well, they had a heartbreaking loss, and they then they bounce. haven't bounced back. No. Yeah, so I'm saying, saying that we just suck. Yeah, no, no. I'm saying y'all are two sides of the same coin. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I'm, I think we've lost Boomer a little bit here. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm, got, I'm, I'm on the Tigers. Boomer got lost in the smoke jerseys. <laughs> no, no. There's parallels. Y'all remember the last time LSU, or no, Tennessee visited that Ton Rouge? No. Oh, the, the, the 13 men on the field. They had, the game was over. Yeah, it was, that was Dooley. Yeah. Oh, God. God. Dude, I, I watched that clip today, and I forgot how fun it was to just. I wish they had like a. The t- like a 
during Tennessee games or like the important ones in like a dually cam. Yes. Because he was so emotional. Just he was the, so checkered, the checkered pants. Yeah. He was sweating at all times. He had no idea what he was God, doing. He wanted to be there so bad. He too. did. He did. All right. That's the first game. What's our next one? All right. So next we got TCU going to Kansas, undefeated Kansas. Kansas is catching six and a half points. Totals at 68 and a half. This ain't your mama's. TCU and Kansas here. No, this is not. If I would have told you before the season it'd be week six and we're talking about TCU and Kansas and college game days in town. <laughs> big, big 12 game. Big implications. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't realize game days there. Game days in Lawrence. <laughs> Hell yeah. Burr, what you got on this one? I think it's awesome that you have Alabama versus A&M and then you have uh, the Red River shootout. Rivalry. Whatever. Shootout. 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 Yeah, yeah shootout. we're, no, we're, we're, we're shootout. not PC. Guns up. That's this week, right? Yes. Yeah. And they chose TCU versus Oh, yeah, Kansas. you said that before, so you did not say you were crazy. Yeah, CBS picked this, this Bama A&M game as their, like, night CBS game before the season started. They're pissed off oh, that it's yeah. such a ridiculous. Neither quarterback starting. Like, is Bryce out? I, I think he's going to. He's no, not going to play. They'll definitely week. at least try Milrow first. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I was thinking real hard about this game. Last week I put TCU on the card very drunkenly on Friday night at like 11 p.m. I was in a wedding and there was a TCU buddy in the wedding as well and he was just we were just talking about the Horn Frogs and he he had me hyped up about TCU and yeah. I looked like a genius yeah. that they, up they late night. That guy had such a good Saturday. I mean like he showed up to like the get together and they're up like 28 to two yeah, or something. It was, yeah, it was, they scored 28 points in the first quarter. Yeah, they won yes, like 31. Like, but anyways, um, I'm trying to think about this game and like plus seven for Kansas, correct? Yeah, dude. I mean, Kansas first time ever college game. Oh, probably is it ever? I would think so. Let's assume so. Sure. Uh, so give me Kansas. I'm trying to find like give me an in for any team because I don't really know this. Give me the team that's hosting college game that that has been dead for the longest time. Yeah. I'll, I'll take that. That's enough for me to take Kansas. I'm with you on Kansas there, too. I think these are this is a high-scoring game, so just give me the points. Give me seven points. I think the over-unders at like 69. Very nice total. Yeah, yeah, yeah 68 and a half. Yeah, so give me the points here. It's going to be up and down the field a bunch. A bunch of points scored. I, I, I don't know. Who the hell knows? Max Duggan for TCU has been really good since he came in. as the He was the backup to start of the year. Two. But, uh, I don't freaking know. Chandler Morris. Chad Morris's son. Chad Morris's son. Loser. I uh, know. Loser. But yeah, give me. They clearly kick. upgraded the moment a Chad Morris offspring got benched. I also saw TCU has been like the most heavily bet team so far at this point of the week. So give me the home dog with game day at their back to at least keep it within seven in a high scoring game. Boomer, what do you think on this one? Uh, I'm on TCU. I, I I know it will be like an exciting environment. Them having game day for probably the first yeah. time ever, but I just do not trust Kansas. Uh, the magic's got to run out at some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is. Uh, I think that's what the I think your balloons. But, but does popped. it run out on game day? I guess it. Yeah, that's a no, total no, Kansas no, no, thing. no. That's yeah. actually the most perfect time yeah. for it to run out because you just get embarrassed on it's national either, TV. If it doesn't run out this week, I am fading the shit out of Kansas next yeah. week because that yeah, would be no, the, I mean, the biggest come down hey, ever. I'm all for Kansas. Great for them, but they're gonna lose this game by more than six and a half points. All right. Well, we'll get right into our next one. That's after game day. Coming up next, apparently it's the top 25 matchup, not because of the Hogs, because of the State Dogs. State is a nine and a half point favorite against 
Burt, Hogs over under a 59. Ooh. Is KJ Jefferson going to play? We don't know for sure. I was ha- actually... No, no, that's bullshit. Is I asked you a question. Is KJ Jefferson going to play? Uh, okay, I'll, I'll just talk to you about how it, I was going through. Yes no? or no? Is Pittman's job? I don't know. I really the reason I, I seriously don't know because is of, Sam Pittman coaching for is Sam Pittman coaching for his job? No, absolutely not. That guy. Well, is, he, he literally I, is. This he, is a he can go. Coach. Sam can go six and six this year, and we're we're gonna. He took us out of the depths of hell. You're about to let a And M, a shitty team, beat you three times in a row. Yeah, we certainly may. We like I said, we got to get to our next win. But it's funny. I was on Gene's page, the the Mississippi State. Uh, message board, and Jeez, they were just started roasting Sam Pittman because they're saying like he's throwing all these smoke screens this week. I think Sam's just dead on it. KJ didn't practice Monday. KJ didn't yeah. practice Tuesday. I, the I, rule I is like he was incredibly honest. Yeah, and if you practice Wednesday, you <clears> have a chance to go. And he said KJ will be traveling. They don't know for sure, but I think the whole Tua situation this past week. Just makes it really skeptical for the doctors to clear him. So I don't know, but before I give a pick on this game, I just kind of want y'all to go first. I would love to hear what someone that's not me. The, the one thing I do know, is, I mean, this is just simple as far as my pick goes. Arkansas, if KJ is playing, not, they are not nine and a half points better than uh, the Mississippi State. I, I, if KJ is playing, I'm going to take them money line. Yep. I, but I'm taking them plus nine and a half. See, see what happens as far as, because I don't know if, this line right now is factoring in that he may not play or that he's going to play. So we'll just have to see how that moves. But I'll take Arkansas and possibly that money line, uh, depending on I feel like KJ's I feel like stats. Vegas, like, they're not going to set that line if they think KJ's going to play. I'm, I think that, like, obviously the college rules are way different than the NFL rules about, like, disclosing injuries. I think he's more likely to play than he's – yeah, like no, not, I, like no I, would, I would say definitely, play. definitely. So, yeah, I'm on Arkansas plus nine and a half here. I feel like this is a classic spot where Arkansas seems demoralized, state coming off a big win, just boat raced A&M. At home, you know, ranked team with Arkansas seeming like they're falling apart. Nine and a half is so many points for, like, a divisional game here. I love Arkansas and the over of 59 Y'all secondary stinks. I get State just dinks and dumps it, but even with that, the, the secondary is going to have to guard someone. And so I think State gets to like 30 something, and I think Arkansas can win this game outright, especially if KJ plays. My only question to y'all is if Arkansas wins that game against AM, would this line be that right now? I think it still I, depends I think on the KJ. Three, I, think it, I think it still depends it on opened, the KJ. It, it opened at three, and I think the KJ injury bumped it up to nine and a half. I think a lot of people saw that and were like, "It actually uh, opened at five. I think the three you're seeing on action is like probably some probably a couple weeks ago. Let's, let's I think just it was bet a couple on weeks KJ ago. play. Take him early. And even still, like nine and a half is a ton. The Hogs are is our play, Bert. That you you asked for our side. What's your side? So I. Uh, I t- my card will say Mississippi State minus five, and I took that like just immediately because that's where my that's where my money went. Obviously, at nine and a half, yeah, we're got KJ or not at nine and a half. I still think we could cover, but I'm not gonna like put money on the, a four point difference in the in the game. You know, I'm not gonna put money on Mississippi State winning between five and nine. Yeah, points. yeah. Although the juicy middle between with Ole Miss 
to win and can and Kentucky to cover last weekend yeah. was very juicy for your boy. I'll give you something in that last year they had pretty good success against us from a statistical standpoint. It was pretty much like a second and third quarter thing for Mississippi State. But two years ago, we had lost 14, 15 straight SEC games. It was the COVID year. Yeah. And two years ago, we were having secondary problems. Um, people were hurt. Hudson Clark made his debut in the secondary that game. And KJ had this, or uh, Sam had this speech before the game. And he said, Hudson All Clark got, sucks. He does suck. Except for 2020 against Ole Miss. K- or Sam had this speech to the team pregame, basically saying, All we got is all we need. And got the team hyped up. We held them to 17 points. We end up winning the football game. And that was a Mississippi State team that I think was favored probably around there. I think it was like 10 and a half, 12 and a half range. And we ended up coming up with the win. I don't think, nine and a half regardless, I think the Hogs may cover. If KJ plays, I still don't. I think we obviously cover, but I don't know if we win. We certainly could. If KJ plays, this is a weird I'm, game though. Like I'm, I'm money lining. say the second I see, because it will not move to a like any sort of near plus, like even I mean, money thing. Like like I'm a, taking the Hogs money line. This if is KJ. But, but, it's now wait, starting. So, so if, if they say K- tomorrow KJ's playing, is that line going to drop six points? It's about I, to three and a half. Up, where we said we thought it. Should you're be. not gonna. You're not gonna know until Saturday morning. Yeah, I don't think. I don't know. This game is the is the weirdest game. Before the season started, I chalked it up as a loss. Regardless, do I think we can win for sure? But this is one of the weirdest games on the schedule. I'm gonna stick with my uh, minus five pick. I'm really not gonna talk about it much further because I just don't freaking know. We're a team that needs to get their swagger back. I don't know if the swagger gets back in Starkville or if it gets there in Provo. All right. So next up, we've got uh, Utah at UCLA. UCLA is catching three and a half points. Total set at sixty four and a half. Bagman. Yeah, UCLA beat Washington like a drum last weekend. Their stadium sucks. Like their home field advantage is non-existent in the Rose Bowl. There's no fans apparently it's in Southern a, California. It's the wine and cheese crowd. <laughs> yeah. Second half, second half they might be dangerous. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> After they get done with saunaing and whatever the hell they yeah, do out vin- there, going to the vineyards and such. Yeah, they might, they might stroll in late <laughs> for this game. A few Chardonnays. Uh, I'm taking the over 65 here. Utah has beaten the shit out of UCLA ever since Chip Kelly's been the head coach. They just they just bully ball them. They're so much more physical than UCLA. So I think they'll score. They'll be able to run down their throat and pose their will. But the only thing that scares me is DTR for UCLA. He's a hell of a quarterback. He they've got that offense firing. So I'm afraid of UCLA like being able to outscore Utah in this one, unlike they have in previous years. So I'm taking the over of 65. Just thinking. Utah will run down their throat, score a bunch of points, and then DTR and the UCLA offense also scores a bunch, and this thing goes over 65. Pac-12 after dark, who knows, Bert? What do you have? I, this is not going to be on my card, but this, this is Pac-12 after dark? Uh, this is Pac-12 at uh, 2.30. Oh, so it's daytime Pac-12. Darn it. Uh, yeah, so what, yeah what, I'm going to be honest. 12.30 there. Well, that's Rose Bowl twilight hour. That's Beautiful. The road. The, the sun's gonna be setting in the second half. That's when the real points happen. Then I I'm, I know I'm not gonna watch this game. I know I'm not gonna care about this game. So I'm gonna divert <laughs> this game to Boomer. The uh, well, I'm kind of just looking at points scored by both teams. I'm kind of loving the uh, the over in this, but I, I think I'm I'm also gonna take uh, I'm gonna take the over in Utah. Looking at this head to head, 
just because you literally just mentioned that, is absolutely insane. 44 to 24, 49-3, 41-10 in the past three years. Like, Lord. It's been a trouncing. Utah away from home is a totally different team. Same with BYU. The Mormons, they, but, they but, soak but, but it home. But it kind of fits up with them. They're more physical, more of a physical team. Yeah. UCLA wants to play little patty cakes, whatever. Uh, California people. Gonna, I mean, they like to soak in Utah, but it's going to be dry air out in L.A. Yeah, so they're not trouble. The, the soaking's not going to be there, but points will be galore. Boomer, go ahead and take a start. Uh, next one we got uh, Texas Tech at OK State. Uh, Oklahoma State's at 9.5 point favorite. Total's at 69.5. Ooh, nice total there. I was all over Oklahoma State last weekend against Baylor. Spencer Sanders, Oklahoma State is damn good. They were coming off a bye last week, and they had the... I hate. I don't want to mention the revenge factor, but they had the revenge factor against Baylor last week after the Big Twelve Championship last year. I'm still riding the Oklahoma State train. Nine and a half is not nearly enough at home. Texas Tech is good; they can score points, but their defense sucks. They're coming off a bunch of big wins. I think this is finally a time where they kind of fall flat on their face, and Oklahoma State, the far superior team, just runs away with it. Oklahoma State, I, I gave out this one before the season, over eight and a half wins. They're ranked number seven right now. They're rolling. Four now. Yeah, yeah, no, it's looking good. that's looking good. Give me Oklahoma State minus nine and a half. The over under is way too high. I wanted I, both these teams score a bunch. I thought the over might be a play, but it's way too high to actually take on the card. So give me Oklahoma State and Spencer Sanders and the Fighting Gundys, Boomer. Are you riding your Raider Rash? Are oh, you, do you still have Raider Rash? I, I literally, yes. That's why. That's why I have to take them. The uh, you've never that, not taken. That, it's flaring up right now. They, yeah, they, 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 yeah up it's just Wednesday. now clearing up. There's this new cream that's coming out of. Uh, <laughs> uh, where I don't even know where that. Lubbock, Lubbock, and Lubbock. Uh, new cream that they're uh, they're promoting. Yeah, yeah. Their the pharmacy pod. department created. Uh, so Boop. I'm going to take Texas Tech. They're a little fr- they're frisky. I, I I'm not saying this is like a great team, but but they're a good enough team to cover nine and a half point spread here. Uh, future sponsor of the pod alert, the Raider Rash Cream, the Boomer yeah. Sporting. Bird, do you have a read on this one? Do you know what your Texas Tech numbers are this year? Numbers that meaning how? As, as in like like what is was percentage of bets that you went on Texas Tech? Are you like oh oh half, I, I three, think two, I, two I, and three? I'm about five well. It's about like my record. I think I'm yeah. close to 500. So just boomer ish. being boomer. Um, I'm with you here, Bagman. I think we talked about this in the pod last week where the winner of the Oklahoma State Baylor game knows that they have the Big 12 by the balls right now. Yep. And I think it's if you're Mike Gunny, he's a, uh, a seasoned coach going up against a first year coach. I think he's probably telling his team he's all week. He's a man. Yeah, he's a man. He's like 53 now. Yeah, he's like over 40. Last week was like the 10-year anniversary of that speech, I believe. <laughs> um, and so, right, he's, so he's 50 now. Yeah, he's, he's back to it. Damn it, I'm 50. But, so give me Mike Gundy right here. I think his team's just going to be a little bit more confident than Texas Tech's. And uh, nine and a half, I was just looking at it, 53% of the money is on Texas Tech. 77% of, 53% of bets, 77% of money. On Tech? On Tech. Okay, so it's a somewhat sharp play for us to take Oklahoma State here. I think yep. there it is. Smelly dog, smelly dog with some Raider rash. <laughs> smelly dog with a Raider rash. I don't, I'll take de- I'll take I don't know home. if they've. I don't know if there's a canine. <laughs> no, drop it off at the at the flea market upstate. Yeah. I don't think Hollywood. After feed. this weekend. After this weekend. 
Oh, gosh. All right, what's the next game? Um, all right, so next we got South Carolina at Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky's nine-and-a-half-point favorite. Total's at 49. Bird, you just had some breaking news yeah. about Kentucky. What you got for us? The I was I was just scrolling through Twitter, like, along our games, trying to find some info, and the, the major guy for uh, Kentucky, I think he's a sports radio guy that – he pops up on my timeline all the time, like when we're playing in the Matt basketball. Jones. Yeah, Matt Jones. Big cat. Okay, um, sorry. Yeah. One week a year. Definitely not the best Matt Jones in my life, but he was saying that Will Levis is questionable for this game and has nothing to do with his finger that is sideways. Hmm. So uh, I guess it's a, a different injury, probably one of those that, like a rib injury or something, if I had to guess. With that cartilage. Like, I mean, yeah. we did we – did Boat race him all night. Our defense was or all day. Yeah, could be, could be like a, like a meniscus thing or somewhere like when you get hit a lot, like the adrenaline's pumping, like you can just keep on going. Well, he he, he I felt like they definitely juiced him up with some painkillers. And to, their after deep, his finger is pointing ninety degrees to the right. Their O line sucks, and he he's they had the most sacks in the SEC going into last week. We sacked him like four or five times. He got pressured a ton too. I mean that that. That O line is horrible, so it only makes sense. He's a big dude, but God, he gets wrecked every week. But also, I, South Carolina coming off a bye too. They are coming yeah. off a bye. They they and they act like they've got this momentum going, but the momentum's really against nobody. Well, it's it's kind of like Vandy's and momentum. <laughs> the line initially started plus ten on Sunday for South Carolina, and now it's down to six and a half. I guess it's a KJ oh, Jefferson oh, situation. Yeah, it's a KJ situation where like they don't know. Like the, the starting quarterback's kind of questionable. I'm going to read questionable right now as okay as Will Levis is starting. So I'm going to give me the give me that three and a half point difference. Give me Kentucky Damn. minus six and no, a half. So, so it is so, down so, to so, seven. So this there had to have been some news come out in the past hour or two. Yeah, we just I, I, said it. It's Will Levis is is questionable. Oh, I thought stuff I thought, you only I thought, find I out on the pod. Before, like that. No, uh, yeah, yeah. While, like in the middle. I of literally, this said, I, I wrote this down like an hour ago. Yeah. And, no, this is this this. By the time the people hear it, it oh, might be three and a half. Oh, give me South Carolina. Oh, I think that's enough for me to uh, take Kentucky. That's my pick right there. Well, this is like the the Hogs game. Like the quarterback's questionable, and the lines move so much. I think it might be a little bit of overreaction. It's not going to be on my card until officially until Saturday morning. I'll have to check and make sure, but. Initially, right now, if it's even six and a half, I'm God, this Kentucky. is a lot of parallels with the Hogs here too. Hurt quarterback, hobbling in, coming off a tough loss. Coming off a tough loss. Is it such? Like a they're at home. How yeah, many? Yeah, how many yeah, times yeah. Are, are you going to be broken like Sam Pittman? Yeah, how many or, times are you be resilient? How many times is Ole Miss going to beat Kentucky? That's the same thing as how many times is A and M going to beat the night, Hogs? Night game in Kroger Field, one of the world's toughest environments. Okay, nope. That's it. That's all I need to hear. Kroger Field at night. Give me Kentucky. I'm only laying. I'm laying less than a touchdown now. Yeah. I don't care who the quarterback is. Kroger Field at night. South Carolina stinks. Give me Kentucky. I don't care if Levis starts or not. Fair enough. All right. So I think next game we're going to need to call uh, Pullman Profiteer. Who? Little quick background here, boys and girls. Pullman Profiteer was supposed to come to the Ole Miss Kentucky game, but reneged at the last second. My parents were had made the bed for him, had a, had a whole room a, ready. A pillow, a pillow and chocolates. Oh, yeah. Everything was looking nice. Fold down service. Day before the game, text me, no, I'm actually choosing to go to a Elton John concert. Which, on, fa- which fair enough. On, it was on Sunday night. That's the issue. It was on Sunday night. The game was Saturday morning. 
So I don't know what, what's up with Pullman. I don't know if he loves football or just likes to watch from his couch and then go to a Snooze Fest Elton John concert. But we we thought about maybe giving him a week ban, but instead we're still going to give him a call. Give us one second to give him a shout. Coleman? Gentlemen. Uh, Rocket Man himself has joined us here. Hey, it was great. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. I mean, the game was the game was you know. Pretty, yeah, I would say we had a decent time. Yeah, it was all right, yeah, I guess. Okay. Bought Hemingway Stadium, the most electric at eleven o'clock uh, stadium in the SEC. You just, I mean, Elton John on a Sunday, obviously the most electric atmosphere in the continental United States. I will say, electric. Well, all right, little rocket man. Well, we'll, we'll move on to uh, Ole Miss at your home city, Vanderbilt. Uh, Van, Vandy's catching 17 points, totals at 62. What you got? Uh, I hate this game. I'm not taking anything in it. Give me the over of 62. Reb score a billion. The offense is going to be firing. Vandy can't stop anyone. And I think Vandy can score a little bit, at least to enough to when we get all of our starters. Because we got a we got a heavy slate coming up. I think the Rebs pulled some, some starters, especially in the secondary, uh, a little bit late. And Vandy can score a little bit and make themselves feel a little bit better. The first time the Rebs hit an over in a while. Give me the over of 62 here. I'm not, I'm not, I don't trust the Rebs. Although, I did have a theory. This is like the Georgia Tech game, Burr. You followed me on this one. When, if you bet the Rebs and you take the under, there's no way they both lose. Because the only way that the Rebs don't cover is if Vandy keeps this like kind of low scoring. But not doing that. Give me the over. I, I don't want to take the 17. Give me the over. 62, Boomer, you got anything? Uh, I, I love the under here. Uh, kind of for the same reason you were sa- saying, I guess, the Ole Miss taking the spread and the under. Yeah, I kind of talked myself uh, out of that one. The Well, just because I, I, I think we're going to be able to run the ball over, all over them, and then I think we get up, put in cruise control. We, we, we might end up having the worst second-half offense of all time. Yep. Uh, but I, we I boat race these teams. Yeah, in the first I, th- half. I think we boat race them first half, and then cruise control. We maybe score one touchdown. Second yeah, half. just flip that. Give me my Georgia Tech yeah. take where we have the Rebs under and the Rebs. No way they both miss. So give me the under and the Rebs. They probably both hit. Bert, you got to read this one. Are you gonna do the proper the proper please that I was talking about? Yeah, where, like kind of. Yeah. Give give yourself a couple points. Yeah. Leeway get plus money with yes. both ways. Once again, smart financial advice. But uh, Lane Kiffin, since 2017, is 0-5 as a favorite of, I think it's like 15 points or more. It might be two. Georgia Tech was a 21-point spread. I think it might be two touchdowns. shit out of that. Yeah. Huh. Is it well, maybe? Well, no, no, I would, I would, I, I'm telling you, I would take, I would take Vanderbilt. Honestly, if you made me take a side in this, I would take Vandy because I, I think they can put up. Yeah, I mean, you immediately, you immediately just negated what I had to say, but I, just, I'm pulling up this article back, and I clearly misread something here. Since 2017, Lane Kiffin is 0 and 5 against the spread as a favorite of 18 or more points. What was 18 or more points? What was the spread in the? 
Maybe it was like 17, 17 and a half. It had to have been 17 and a half. That's kind of a bullshit. Yeah, that's weak. That's yeah, weak. Yeah, that's stupid. Take back everything I said, like the confidence of uh, <laughs> Vandy covering this. But Vandy is coming off a bye week. I think this is like a like a look ahead, which I don't know how Definitely you look ahead. Look, well, I don't think how you look ahead to Auburn, but a look ahead slash a, a look, in, look behind spot yeah. in a way. Yeah, or like you're, come you're, down you're, you're spot. You're coming down like, off of a big I, win. Did any players get hurt last week? No. Everyone's good. Sinner, is he back? Yeah, but no, he's resting for for next okay, week. So we don't this, doesn't, this doesn't count for the. We're we're not gonna count this for the system. Are we not gonna talk about the Nick Broker? Is is he rumored, or do you think that's a smoke screen? Uh, I don't know. I think it might be a smoke screen. You are smoke screening your right guard? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, even if he does, who cares? Like Acker and him are they're both guards. So like, if one plays center and the other plays guard, like whatever. We're still gonna have to figure it out. Like it doesn't matter. It's Vandy. Like knock on wood. I don't want to say like we're going to win, as I've seen too many things with Ole Miss. But like it doesn't matter who's playing center. It shouldn't matter. Nick Broker has been rumored to being switching to center. If the snaps get off the ground, no matter who's snapping it, we're gonna win this game. So I don't know. I I've got I've got Vandy here. Nothing like literally against the Reds at all, but just a more so like it's a situational. You know, play. we've just we've yeah, been we've that, been cool with Vandy this year. Yeah, I'm gonna pay my respects with a one unit on Vandy plus. Looks well, like if Ole Miss wins by 17, like we're cool with that. Yeah, and they got us their their cover and the, they're over two and a half in the first three weeks of the year. So I'm glad to take Vandy, but I'm not touching the spread. Give me the under. And the Rebs. Yes. All right. So, so, so next game we've got maybe not a big game, uh, just football ways. Yeah. But but just rivalry rise between the coaches here. We've got A and M at Bama. Uh, Bama's a twenty three and a half point favorite. Totals at fifty one. Pullman, tell me your thoughts since you didn't have shit to say last game. Yeah. So, is there any actual Bryce uh, Young news, or is it all just kind of like smoke? Smoke coming out it's, of maybe could be playing, maybe not playing. I think that I think it's a I think it's a start Milrow. I'd be shocked if he played, right? Because it looked like like when he was standing there, it was like he's fine, but his shoulders fine. Like I don't feel like you recover from something that easily. I, I, I feel like if, if this was a more important game, that he probably would try. to I mean, play. he did have his but, helmet on. I thought that my my right. thought on last week was he was going to come and play. In the second half, if we made it close. Which y'all did make it close. Which we did make it close, but it was kind of like, let's give Milrow one more drive, and he busted it for 75 yards. Pullman, do you think that Saban lets his like competitive edge and like his hatred of Jimbo now get the best of him, and he plays Bryce even if he might be a little injured? No, I don't think he's that stupid. I don't um, think it matters. Does it matter? But, but here, here's my thought. Just... Wouldn't it be funny if A&M won this game? Yes, I said the same thing earlier. I was like, A&M was in the same boat last year when we all thought they were shit, and then they, they had Bama at home, and we were like, what the hell is going on? They ended up winning. Would y'all Would y'all go? Money, hey, my, put, put this. Moneyline Jesus isn't missing out on this game happening two years in a row. Give <laughs> you A&M. No way. Would y'all, would y'all go 8-4 and four every year, but you beat Bama every year? No. Yes. Would, yes. you, would you take any eight and four year guaranteed right now under the current state no, of your because, program? No, because 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 then you're like, I like the un, unknown. Like, the, okay, we got a shot to like because because honestly, like if we every year went in forward, probably be better than what our extra record is. But 
the chance of being great. That's what I'm saying. The state of your, pro, would the state of your program, would you take eight and four? If Ole Miss beat him five now, years in a row now, at the eight and fourteen. Now, you're how many natties does he win? Ooh, half. Then no. I mean, he's fifty. When he loses to Bant, when he loses to Ole Miss, I think he's a hundred percent on making the playoffs and fifty fifty on winning it. Yeah, I mean, no. Then he doesn't get fired. I don't know. Like. I don't think this really matters. I don't think A&M can score. Like, no, no. Saban, Saban's been watching A&M since whatever, the day after they lost them last year. I, I mean, A&M's in the same boat. Their quarterback... Their team total set at 13 and a half. Yeah, that's, I, that's, I think that says enough about like, oh, what that team is. That's, that's my bet, is under 13 and a half. There's no way... I don't think they score at all. And like I like I, I'm I'm going to I'm going to buy the half point there. I know Mac Jones. I'm going to buy a half point up to fourteen. Hayes, yeah, that's so I'm that's, on because I'm on the same side as you on that. Yeah, I mean Hayes King is starting. It's in Tuscaloosa. Bama is not going to let them score. Well, like well, because they're going, they may not be able to punish them offensively since Bryce Young's banged up, but they can punish them defensively by being like, "We're going to shut these guys out." Yeah, not let them score. Do you guys think there's a chance? Saban's throwing these games against Jimbo to get more money in the recruiting pot. <laughs> that is a woke take that I'm here for. <laughs> That's a message board genius. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I, it just ran into my mind, but I'm like, holy shit, if he loses to Jimbo again, I bet his recruiting pot goes from like 20 a year to 30 million a year. Yeah, he, he has. He can go to his boosters and be like, look, Jimbo's throwing 35 mil in a recruiting I, class. I can't do it. He's like, look, he, he's like, look, He's getting better line than me than me now. I need the money for the lineman. Yeah, like my my recruiting pool is only at twenty million dollars. I need to bump myself up to forty so that I can beat Jimbo. <laughs> I, I think you've been on Truth Social a little bit too long, brother. <laughs> I was I was watching some videos on Rumble last night. <laughs> so all right, I'm on the team total A and M under. Uh, so, so these quarter, quarterbacks being out. Freak me out about the spread and the total and everything. Wait, wait, why don't we just take the under? Because Bama, uh, they, 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 they yeah, might, yeah, you're right, you're right. Look, repeat, repeat after me. Saban is pissed. He never like Ole Miss almost beat them two years ago, and we went into their house and they steamrolled. But, us. but would forty two seven surprise you at all? No. What is the total? Fifty one. I mean, I mean, yeah, but like. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's fine. It's hard, it's hard but, to but, give but, it to. Well, well I, it really depends. Like, so I like A and M under, but depending on Bryce Young's status, I would I would be on the t- of the full game under. Yeah. Texas A and M team total under and full game under for me. Bert, what do you have? Y'all know my number one system is whether or not the starting center is going to be playing that game. So I'm a backup center guy, but my number two system has always been a Bama or Georgia or Georgia first quarter, and you're giving me only six and a half points at yeah, Bama first quarter. I, that's that's a good point. Easy money. It's going to be a multi-unit play. Awesome. I don't even need, need to say anymore. Pullman, are you still on the Aggies? Yeah, that's money line Aggies. Money line. <laughs> I love that. Money line King. <laughs> God. I right, Pullman. I heard you had some. Pullman's actual... going to be like one and nine. This is going to hit, and he's going to be a plus. Five minutes. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we call it an FIU. <laughs> yeah, we talked about that earlier. Four and seven of the week at plus money is ridiculous. Uh, I heard you were a Pac-12 truther this week. Getting back to your Pullman roots, what you got for us the rest of the weekend? 
Yeah, I really don't love the SEC slate from a gambling perspective. I like it from a, wa- a watching perspective. But um, Pac-12 is just juicy with some upsets this weekend that are brewing. You know, we, we they call it the Conference of Champions, but I like to call it the uh, the Conference of Upsets. First, we got one in four Arizona's catching 14 at home without a coach. Um, give me money line Arizona State. Uh, second, we actually have two good teams here. Washington State's traveling to USC. Uh, uh, Washington State's catching 13. What? Give me them on the money line. And then last... I'm, wait, Pullman, I'm, Pullman, Pullman. I'm, I'm right there with you on Washington State. Catching 13 and on the money line. I, I haven't... I haven't taking the money line yet i'm definitely on the points usc has utah next week look ahead spot and cam ward with washington state and score points with usc i think that's going to be a crazy game with usc having a, the first time they're going to have a little bit of a little bit of a focus slip with a bunch of transfers in i love washington state in that same spot I mean, they should have lost to Oregon State two weeks ago. That was like a, a miracle they came back. And Washington State's just like uh, the USC transfers that are all there. They see Washington State as just a shit team. They're not prepared for this with Utah coming in there, or going to Utah next week. I love that play. Yes. Uh, okay. And that's actually a really good game to watch. But the last one, which I probably will not flip on once unless it's interesting at the end, Arizona – uh, hosting Oregon, Arizona's kind of frisky, you know. So catching that many points at home, uh, this plus three seventy five on the money line. I'm going to take them on the money line as well. And, and you got uh, and you got Road Bo Nix there. Oh my God! I yeah, did I like not that. even think about that. That I mean, is Burke going to jump on that play now that you said that? One hundred percent. Arizona stinks, though. They lost to State by a billion. No, they, they hung tight with State for the first half, and then, like, weird stuff started happening. I don't know. I fell asleep. I'm just going to assume they pulled away. They're frisky. That's what else. They're good enough to beat an okay team, and that's what I think Oregon is. Is that your last one of the week? Yeah, that's that's my last. I'm just firing off some money lines this week. You know, maybe I can go one in four plus four units. Are you, are you flying back to Pullman to get on the West Coast time for all those games? Uh, no, no, unfortunately, no, I have, I have some oblos this week, and so Pull, Pullman will have to wait. More Rocket Man? God, I wish. I thought about going on tour with EJ after, uh, after he basically said, fuck the Mets at the end of the concert when the Braves won. Oh yeah, this is a baseball podcast now. All right, thanks again, Pullman. Uh, I'll, I'll maybe see you, and I'm going to the game this weekend, so if I run into you. Yeah, in, unless there's an Elton John pop-up concert yeah. going on on Saturday. We can only hope. <laughs> you can only hope. Or I'm, a, I'm almost or, Elton might be playing. Or a rescreening of the Elton John uh, biopic movie. Or just a one moment uh, with, when he says that the Mets lost and the Braves won. Chop on. Peace. <laughs> Peace. Goodbye. Um, all right, so let, let's move on to more serious stuff. We're, we're <laughs> us men are talking about football. Um, all right, so, so next we've got we've got Auburn at Georgia. Georgia is a 30-point favorite. Total's at 49.5. Yeah, this is a gross game. Is uh, 30 now? I don't think Auburn's that bad. I mean, they gave five turnovers to Can LSU. we talk about the center's comments first? Oh, yeah. Were they missing a center last no, week? So, Auburn, we thought Auburn was going to be on their third starting center. He was a pseudo third starting center last week. Like, at game time, they switched the current starting center to... Um, 
the right guard went to center instead of the guy that they're going to name. He had been starting at right guard all year, so this is actually going to be his second start. Well, he didn't start, though. Or did oh, he, did he come in? I don't he came know. In, he came but, in but after. He's still, okay. he's still green, is all we're saying. He came, in, he came in this week and said, if we can keep them out of their third down packages, we can demolish them. Which is just brilliant uh, scheming by them. Never let Georgia get to third down. Brilliant. Yeah, just, just, yeah. just never get to just, a third down. Just, <laughs> just keep it. If, you, if, if, if Auburn never sees a third down, I guarantee you they cover the spread. <laughs> Money line. And or, <laughs> yeah. or they just punt on third down. Or Robbie Ashford be... throws like a million picks. True picks. Forgot about those. Or, it's, or the center just terrible snap. Sure. He, he just rolls it back there. Let's talk about this game. <laughs> <laughs> this game is, I mean, I don't I mean, think Auburn's that bad. I think there's way too many points. I mean, Georgia's. But, but what, what is up with Georgia, though? What Brian Windhorst emoji. What is going on in Athens? <laughs> Two fingers well, in the air. I mean, they look what like, is going they on with Georgia? Like, World beaters, and then now they're kind of had what two weeks in a row where they've been. Are they getting like national championship hangover? Like well, half oh, of the season. Remember, who did they play two weeks ago? That was because I remember they were Kent State. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. So they've had two weeks they were, in a they row. They were like twenty-two to thirty-six or something. Can, can you look ahead two weeks? Who do they play after this? I don't know. Can you have two or two weeks looking ahead? I don't no, know. their schedule is soft as hell. No, no way. I. The only games that really matter in their schedule is Kentucky. I really like Tennessee. I really like the under in this game, but an under of forty nine and a half and Auburn catching thirty. There's no way that Auburn. I mean, I guess there is a way thirty seven to three, but like if Auburn covers the spread, it goes under. I like both of those sides. So give me under forty nine and a half. This is going to be a gross game. CBS hates that they chose this as the 2.30 game. That's for sure. But it's not going to be the CBS announcement. It won't be Gary. No. But, but, but also, so I'm looking right now on the Action app. So it opened at 15? No, that was bullshit. That had like a, a preseason line or something. I, I, okay, I don't yeah, know. you can't follow that. I, I, I'm going to take Auburn. I'm going to take the th- plus 30 in, in an SEC matchup. I, I'll, and it's not Vandy. I'll take that literally every single day. And, you know... I, I legitimately will take that every single day. Look, and everyone's like, oh, like, are they going to fire Harson? They have a bye week after the Ole Miss game next week. So they play Georgia this week, Rebs next week, and then a bye. If they're going to fire Harson, it's going to be on the bye week. So, like, don't think that it's going to be like a dead man walk-in here. He's going to coach at least the next two weeks. So... I, yeah, I mean, they're going to be... He is a dead man walking, but... He, he is, he is. But, but he, he's got two weeks left he's on got, his sentence. Uh, yeah. He, he's getting his nice last meal, yes. and, and that's about it. The injection's coming in two weeks. His last meal's coming up, so he's still getting the boys... He still has some sense of life in him. I like the under, Bert. Anything? Yeah, I, I like to think of Georgia kind of like, like the Hogs this year. Very similar football teams like have been struggling over the past couple weeks. And just looking to find, <laughs> looking to get their swagger back, just a little bit. Um, <laughs> but damn it, Bagman, you just scared me. So if they fire Brian Harson after the Ole Miss game, uh-huh. and so they have a bye week with new coach, Hogs have a bye week after BYU. 
And Auburn gets that new coach. They're going to promote their wide receivers or defensive backs coach as the head coach. The most get, the most rowdy guy on the, on the and staff. And it's going to be at Jordan-Harris Stadium. It's going to be that gross 7 p.m. The SEC Liberty Network Bowl's game. Like, like you want more that and more promising. Yeah, yeah, please. <laughs> Give me the Liberty Bowl. Hey, friends, if y'all are watching, y'all can all stay at my house for the Liberty Bowl. <laughs> uh, anyways... CBS game, Georgia needs to make a statement. 29 and a half is kind of like a take Auburn line, so give me the dogs. I'll take 29 and a half. Well, so on to the next one. We got we got BYU at, at Notre Dame. Notre Dame's a three and a half point favorite. Totals at 51 here. This is a this is a electric just setup game. You got the Mormons versus the Catholics in Vegas. Like it's in Vegas. Oh, I did not realize this was not not a home game. This is Wait, in Vegas. Literally, both schools should not even be allowed. They're burning. No. They're burning. They're both burning alive walking into that city. Yeah, if either one of these teams, like, well, like Vegas is pissed. Wow, this off. that changes everything for me. Jeez. Big Big Vegas is pissed because they got a big game coming in in college football. You know, in the college football world, where they're bringing a bunch of fans, but the casinos are going to be dried up because none of these fans are going to be going to the casinos. Maybe the well, the Catholics. The Catholics will, are probably more likely to partake. Okay, so you actually just this. That's where my mind went. The Catholics will be going out on Friday night. They're going to be going ham, drinking, partying, gambling. They're going to confess their sins on Saturday morning, but they're going to be extra hungover. The Mormons, on the other hand, are going to be in bed by nine thirty, ready to go. Give me BYU on the money line. Notre Dame is not good. They beat North Carolina, who has Cal. zero defense. And Cal, they almost lost to Cal. BYU is an actual good team. Closer to home for them. I know Notre Dame travels, but BYU is all over this right down the road in Vegas. But, but, but I'm kind of confused why BYU's favorite, or excuse me, why Notre Dame's favorite. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's Notre Dame. It's the, it's the gold it's a, helmet. It's a name thing, man. It's the name thing. Really? I I'm just looking at both their scale, like who they played. It just BYU it doesn't make any sense. Actually, okay, this is a no. Actually, and that's why I'm taking Notre Dame minus three and a half because it makes no sense. Okay, that makes me feel even better because dumb boomer over here. No, because it makes no sense. I'm I'm locking this in right now. Five unit play on BYU. Is it three and a half? Uh, yeah. Give me money line. I don't care. Five unit play on BYU. This is the wrong team favored. I love this play right here. Everyone is everyone on Notre Dame. Do you see any spreads? It's sixty uh, percent on Notre Dame. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Give me BYU catching points and money line. I love that. What's the point total? Three and a half. Oh, over under. Uh, fifty one. I'm gonna go back to my original thought of like when I just I want to watch a good football game in a situation. I'm gonna take the over every time because I, when I think a line is perfectly placed like this one is, and I don't know which way to take it like. Why is Vegas favoring the two and two team versus BYU, a ranked, what three and one team, four and one team, four and one, yeah. So, give me, uh, or I guess is Notre Dame coming off a bye? Uh, yeah, two and two. Yes. So they must be. Yeah, yeah. For this game, um, and my hog heart with us getting BYU next week, my hog heart doesn't know who I want to win this game. Everything coming back to the hogs. Everything. Uh, Boomer started it this week, bringing it to the hogs, and it didn't even matter, and he just got me on my. You did oh compare. Hog. You did compare Georgia to the Hogs. <laughs> oh yeah, baby. That's as probably as deep as the Hogs have gotten uh, on all my Hog references so far. But give me the over. Sure. 
Actually, no, give me the under because <laughs> I've seen I've seen Notre Dame's offense work, and I've seen BYU's offense not as impressed. Although they couldn't really stop Utah State, they need to kind of rein it in a little bit defensively, and I think they will. So give me the under. I had Utah State last weekend. When yeah, I said, that's a good pick. Did I they said, cover? I said, yeah, they covered, oh, they, yeah. Covered by, they covered by like yeah, yeah, two yeah. touchdowns. They almost had a chance to win. I know. And I, I said, they're looking ahead to Notre Dame next week. Look at spot. Bert, Boomer, do we have one last game? All right, we got the last one. We got the Red River Shootout. Uh, you may not hear this on popular um, or you know mainstream media, yeah. but we still call it by what it should be called, the Red River Shootout. Texas, Oklahoma. Oklahoma's catching seven, 65.5 point total. What do y'all got? Another quarterback injury here. I don't know if Dylan Gabriel's playing, but I can't I can't ignore the fact that Oklahoma is the better team and they're coming off a big loss. Two two big two losses. big losses. And they're catching seven against Texas. Give me Oklahoma. I don't know if Dylan Gabriel's gonna play. Yeah, it, and it, the it public probably... is heavy, heavy UT. Seventy okay, percent yes. This is overreaction city. Everyone thinks that Oklahoma's dead. They're no, they're fine. Give me Oklahoma catching seven. They, I feel like they win this can, game. Can like, let J- Jeff Levy coach offense? I don't know. Who knows? I mean, he 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 could barely last year without any receivers. Matt Corral carried him to a ten and two season. I like the defense here though. The under is probably the play as well. Everyone thinks points in this in this shootout game. Quarterback coming back for Texas. Ewers will be back. Everyone thinks it's going to be points galore. No, no, no. Close. Low-scoring game. Boomer, what do you see? Oh, I, I'm under as well. The uh, I don't I don't really trust either one of these teams as far as you know as far as they can throw me. Uh, I mean, Oklahoma's coming off two pretty bad losses. They lost Kansas State and then got blown out by TCU. And I'm kind of confused why I, I would have thought it might have been a bigger spread than that, mm. honestly, because everyone's kind of high on uh, Texas before they lost close one to uh, Texas Tech. So I'm just going to stick with the under here. I, I don't really want to touch the uh, spread on this one. Yeah, I mean, this, this we're actually recording this on Australia because we're all down under for this one. Down under. Uh, the, <laughs> Absolutely, this, we're in Melbourne right now, mate. Even when both teams are like really, really good, I feel like when has the Red River shootout ever been over sixty five points? Well, because like I feel like every it, year. I feel like it always is it always over. No, it's never. It's over. in like the seventies. I feel like no. Dude, there was that one year that it went history, like, but I feel like it's usually but, kind of but this I would weird. Say, I I think this game is a is a lot like the Arkansas A and M game. It just sometimes gets weird. Like, See, like weird stuff happens. Boomer, I don't know. Boomer for the second time this pod is just bringing oh, it back oh, to sorry. the Oh, I had to bring it back to Arkansas. Let's go. I'm, I'm, I'm rubbing off on you. Kind of like, <laughs> El- like Elton was rubbing off on Pullman. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Last but, uh, year, last year, Oklahoma, Texas, 55 to 48. The year before, 53 to 45, Oklahoma. The year before, 34 27. The year before, 39 to 27. A lot of points in the Red River Shootout. So I don't think I've watched the Red River Shootout in like the year before. Since 48, I was a teenager. The year before, I forty-eight I, I, to forty-five. I just, I've just have enjoyed unders this year. I don't know. The year before, forty-five to forty. Yeah, there's points in this game. It's it's the it's a Big Twelve game with two usually prolific offenses. This game always has hella points. Damn, we'll delete that part of the podcast where I was like kind of debating the fact that this is always a low-scoring game, but that actually makes me feel better about the under here. Yeah, exactly. Yes. See, it's public yeah. perception. Everyone thinks it's going when over. When you hizzy, yeah. they hey. You see these two teams on the, on the screen, you say, over. No, no, no. We've watched the tape this year. Under 
for the pod here. 100% under. Anyone else got some? So that's the card for this week. Uh, cards, anyone else? Bert, you got anything? Yeah, let, let me check real quick, see if I got something on here. Real quick, um, uh, I'll go ahead and start Indiana, plus 22.5. I know Michigan's been rolling, but Michigan gets Penn State next week. Look ahead spot. They're going to be looking right over Tom Allen and the Indiana Hoosiers. Indiana at home with Michigan coming in. I like them to cover 22 and a half. Uh, I like Pitt minus 14 and a half against Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech sucks. They are so bad. They got boat raced by North Carolina last week. Pitt lost to Georgia Tech last week, who also sucks. So everyone's you know thinking, oh, Pitt down. They see they lost to a horrible team. No, no, no. 14 and a half is also begging you to take yeah. the underdog here. Give me Pitt. System play. System play, minus 14 and a half. Last one, NC State, minus yeah. three over Florida State. Florida State sucks. I said it last weekend on the pod. Why the hell are they favored against Wake? Wake came in and killed them. Now they're going on the road to NC State. NC State coming off a tough loss to Clemson. The only fear there is that they're a little bit too much of a letdown against at, coming off a tough loss. I don't care. That's back a at loss home, right there. Back at home against Florida State. Big game coming in at night against Florida State. NC State covers the three. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you on that back. I mean, that was the only extra game I have. Is This is the classic Mike Norvell where he got, or, or even like any kind of coach in his situation, where like you get the hope up, and then he's going to remind everybody that he's Mike Norvell. And they're actually not that good. They might lose like five in a row. Oh, 100%. And like the football gods were on their side in the in the LSU game. I think this line is way too low. Yeah. It's going to be a multi-unit play for NC State. I think that Clemson's actually kind of getting their swagger back yeah. here this year. I, I really do believe Their defense is salty. They're probably going to be a college football playoff team solely because they are going to go undefeated. <laughs> and they might get boat raced depending on who they play, Alabama or Georgia. But... Regardless, yeah, give me NC State minus three right here. Uh, so the only one I've got here is uh, our Memphis State Tigers here uh, that they're facing off against uh, Houston. Uh, Houston, uh, yeah. Always a great game. Houston, and when Houston's coming off a tough loss to Tulane, it's a Friday night game. If you're looking for something to bet for, I'm going to take Memphis minus Memphis State minus three. I love it. Well, that's the card this weekend, boys and girls. We will be releasing our cards come Saturday morning. Until then, keep your ear to the ground and listen for any juicy quarterback updates. We will tweet it out from the pod. Until then, talk to you later. Let it ride.